0: You're listening to the 20-minute morning show for Wednesday, January 15th.
1: I would hope that people, that the world, will get to a point where you just see us as a couple who's in love, right? Because it, I don't, I don't wake up every day and identify as being anything other than who I've always been, which is just I'm, I'm Megan, and I married this incredible man, and this to me is just part of our love story. Mm. My friends were really happy because I was so happy, but my British friend said to me. I'm sure he's great, but you shouldn't do it because the British tabloids will destroy your life.
0: And the question is were they right?
1: It's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes. Really been a struggle? Yes. Prince Harry made a statement about how racist yes. British media has. They been. Are driving, they are driving. They are driving a narrative that this is all driven by sexism and racism, which I think is completely grotesquely wrong. So is Prince Harry someone who sees everything as racist? Uh, I think me he's of being, being encouraged to. Yes. By this by woman. People like you, and this by people like you. This is another racist narrative. By people like you going to the New York Times and basically by... telling the Americans that we're a racist country driven by racist media, and that's what this is all about. Do you know anything wrong with you? You can't as a name white a single b- example. I've given you three or four. No, you haven't. Right, should we go through them? Well, the straight the out of was one of she's, them, Here, She literally comes from, as the her, male put it, nearly straight out of a baby compared to a baby chimp. And when people like me... Them, the of
0: We're here with Kate Jackaday from London. She's here on the 20 Minute Morning Show and wanted to bring you on to talk about what's going on with uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and... You're from London. You just got over here the other night and uh, welcome to America again. Thank you. You've been over here a couple of times. I, I love it. <laughs> All right. So so tell us what don't we know in America about this uh this breakup of the royal family? Why do Harry and Meghan want to go out on their own?
2: This young man, Harry, who has always been something of an outlier and has has done things um as soon as the media really kind of hooked locked to him as a teenager, yeah. he started to do things to kind of distance himself from the royal family anyway. So mm-hmm. he would do controversial things in the hopes that his grandmother would kind of move him out of the way, right. which is something she's always done. Yeah. When she doesn't like someone, she quietly disposes of them. Yeah, wow. And and Harry was very much aware of that. And, and I'll use Sarah Ferguson, her favourite son, Andrew's former wife. Um, Fergie was a bit like Harry, scruffy, uh-huh. up for a good time, right. all that kind of thing. And the Queen liked her because of how much her favourite son loved his wife and still loves her. They live together. Yeah. They've been divorced for years. They still live still together. Live together right. He pays her bills and all of that. Wow. So. But, you know, she wasn't really what the royal family wanted. They wanted somebody who was nice and quiet and mm-hmm. all of that kind of thing. So the Queen kind of got rid of her and Harry was aware of that. And um, me working close to the royal family yeah. through the ceremonial secretariat, um, you you hear things that people on the street don't really he- hear. So um, Harry grows up, he wants to be out and he's looking. Many suitors passed his way, society yeah. women, the, you know, the, the perfect sort of blonde, blue yeah. blue eyed uh, Princess, and he didn't choose any of those. Yeah. He chose Meghan, and I don't doubt that he truly cares for her. But there is no doubt in my mind that he married her as his exit strategy.
0: Oh. he
2: wanted to get out of that establishment. He's always been complaining about so, it.
0: Okay, so you're telling me that he married that now. This is this is Black Britain that knows this story, yeah. right? <laughs> Black Britain is saying that Harry married uh, Meghan Markle for what's going on right now. He wanted to get out from under the control of the queen. And what better way to do that than to bring a black woman and they have a black baby. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, oh, hell no. Exactly. And is, <laughs> he, knew,
2: he knew that they really wouldn't
0: stand for it. And wow. Now, now, nobody, I haven't heard anybody say this. <laughs> I, no, I'm watching all the television shows. Nobody said nobody said this. But, but black Britain, you don't hear from brothers and sisters in in uh, in, on the media about something as candid as what you're saying
2: yeah, I mean, and it's interesting because um, some of our writers, one of them is Afua Hirsch, she wrote a piece for the New York Times, I think, and she kind
1: of touched yeah, on yeah, it a little yeah. bit. There have been allegations Doesn't that she's associated true. with very racialized forms of crime. There have been discussions about her exotic DNA. Her newborn baby... Is her DNA not exotic by royal standards? She was and the it, first mixed-race person to ever enter the Royal see, Family. This is the context. Why is the word exotic... The, Why do you take exception to the word exotic? Because it others her and associates her with a history... She's an African-American. That joining a white royal family as other and... The associated. word exotic is not derogatory. Not well, listen, deep. I'm a woman of colour. You can't just other. say these listen, things are racist when they're not. I'm telling you, as somebody who's lived the experience of being a person of African heritage in this country, that there are narratives that are regularly You used see racism by people like you. No, I don't. No, no, but are you no, accusing me of being racist? I'm saying that the are narratives you? you're perpetuating, yes, they're racist, no.
2: but it, it's very, very clear to us that that's what Meghan was going to be, the exit strategy. Um, also, just to add you know, insult to injury, she's a divorcee and all of yeah. that kind of thing. So Harry really struck gold with Meghan. Wow. Not only has he got this beautiful, vivacious woman on his arm, he knows that the family are not going to, to suffer them and uh, to be a part of the establishment. They're going to ask them to leave.
0: So is that why we saw a photo of uh, Prince William and his family and Meghan and Harry were left off? of something, some picture that she had uh, on her. She had a picture of the royal family, pictures of them on her mantle when she was addressing... Uh you know, great yeah, written. I mean,
2: the Queen is, is a great one for subliminal messages and she does it all the time. Yeah. So, you when she gives her public addresses, which yeah. aren't very often at Christmas and all of that kind of thing, she rounds up all the stuff that's happened throughout the year. The pictures are something that the press always zeroes in on, so you know which members of the family are in favor and which aren't. And so, this really tears down this idea that uh, Meghan and Harry blindsided the royal family. Mm. Th- there have been discussions for many months, I would even say probably more than a year that they were going to be out of the royal family if you look at the title that she gave them the Duke and Duchess of Sussex yeah. that was a famous uh, uh, that was t- a title given to a famous member of the royal family who was ostracized for being oh. a very odd person and and someone who was a disgrace and and someone they didn't want to be a part of their family she gave them that title wow. if people research that the duke she, and duchess of sussex
0: they could have been anything
2: right she chose that she sent megan to her wedding day in the car that wallace simpson used to go to her husband's funeral mm. you know so these the queen is totally one for subliminal messages and she knows that um, she has all the power and all the say and the person that this is happening to has no way of kind of countering what she does. She's a very, very smart and powerful woman.
0: So has she frightened um, Meghan Markle because I know on the summit that they had the other day that they were saying that she was going to be dialing in via conference call but I hear today that she didn't even bother to be on that conference they said they can handle this Amongst the royals, um, uh, I, so she. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I'm asking is, is had they frightened this this young lady so much? They seem like they've terrorized her.
2: I would be very, very surprised if they hadn't. And, and I, I look at Megan on television, you see someone who's very strained and, and holding on. It's very difficult in the, the UK to be the victim of a co- campaign of hostility. Mm-hmm. There was another media personality, I don't need to go into her now. She actually died of cancer because mm. the media went in on this girl. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. And now they're, dr- they're drip feeding this idea that their marriage is in trouble and all of that. They just want to, they want to destroy her and punish him. Yeah. Um, they called him a race Traitor. Two young mm. men were arrested for plotting to assassinate Harry, and use that term "race traitor." Race traitor. Wow. And that's really, I think, a, a symbol. I'm, I'm not going to accuse anyone of anything, yeah. but that is very much a symbol of the way that they think about Harry. But this is what Harry wanted.
0: But you know, I was, um I was looking at Meghan the way she used to hold on to Harry, like she'd be holding on to him, like for dear life. Yeah, I said, man, she was really in love. Now I'm thinking she was scared as hell. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You know?
2: absolutely the thing is um, she's an american and you know she's an actress and and america has a kind of a generosity <laughs> towards celebrities i guess yeah. but in the uk there is something that british people do particularly the aristocracy i've worked with them for me- most of my working life yeah when they dislike a person they are hostile they don't speak it but they say 90 percent of communication is non-verbal mm, yeah They allow you to know with um, their facial expressions, their body language. They would have frozen this girl out. Imagine that they announced their engagement and the queen's cousin wore a gollywog brooch to meet Meghan. That is sending a message. This is what we think of you. These are the children of the empire. You know, these are, this is the legacy of an organization that said that black people weren't even human.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: Right. The queen's favorite son is so fond of the N word. That's one of the things it rolls off his tongue. So it's going to be impossible for Megan to be able to um, hold her own in that environment, particularly when you're supposed to be seen and not heard.
0: What's the difference between white folks in England and white people in America? The accent? Just the accent, <laughs> just the accent, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think in, in a, <laughs> yeah, everybody catch that. I think in 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 America, I think black people have a lot more strength um, and express themselves and are more vocal about what they're unhappy about. Yeah. in the UK. Um, I'm not including myself in that, but yeah. you find that black people learn self-loathing very, very quickly, mm. and they learn how to capitulate and how to behave well very, very quickly. So, yeah. um, black people tend not to complain because you know that if you're going to be that black person that's silent, you're going to be able to progress.
0: Because I, I, I see how the um, when white when you when black people complain in London, the 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 uh, I'm on what is where I'm looking for is the voraciousness of white people when they come back and challenge you on what you say you're complaining about, it's like it's different from over here in America. Mm. I mean, they really try to not let you have any kind of say. They talk over you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very uh, aggressive in coming back at what you're complaining about as a black person in, B- in Britain.
2: That's absolutely correct, BJ. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always said it. The person with the most power has the most say. And that's what they're reinforcing. And they say things like, this isn't about race for yeah. a very specific reason. The reason why they're saying it's not race is because they're trying to imply that what they're saying about you is true. Mm. So if you are called um, a lowlife, a thief, a criminal, or whatever it, whatever negative term... And you say that's racist, and they say it's not racist. What they're saying is, no, you really are that thing. Yeah. And that's the purpose of shouting down. It's to confuse the person. It's to make the person submit and to you know, assume the position, the inferior position that's right. being placed on them.
0: So the baby, uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry's child, is name is Archie, right? Mm-hmm. And so what position does he hold in the hierarchy of becoming a prince?
2: Okay, so the Queen offered to call him the Earl of Dumbarton, which it is alleged that Meghan and Harry rejected. He is not his royal highness. So I think they were absolutely correct to reject the title if they did. Uh But this is um, there's a presumption that people can go against the Queen. That simply is not true. Uh you know it's not megan said no what megan wants megan gets and all that. none of that is true right. the queen is sovereign everybody knows that what the queen wants the queen gets yeah. not this little girl from crenshaw <laughs> right right yeah it's It is the head of the empire. No one goes against her wishes. So if she wanted Archie to be his royal highness, the the prince of something or the earl of something or the duke of whatever, that is what the baby would be called today. So I think people should make no mistake about that and don't believe that Meghan somehow has gone into the palace and is clicking her fingers and has any kind of power because she doesn't. Like you said, she's clinging on for dear life.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think that people are really going to pay a price for what they've done to that young woman.
0: So, so... Um, is this a way? This uh, escape is that the baby can now live in peace, and because he, if he was in the in the hierarchy or the line of becoming, um, like Prince whatever, mm-hmm. Prince Archie, that he would probably they probably try to kill him.
2: <laughs> I mean, who knows what anybody you know? would do on any given day? Yeah. Um, I think if um. I mean, they were talking about it, they were debating it in the press about the fact that Archie doesn't have a title, does that tie into the fact that Meghan knew that she was never going to be a part of this family and they can go off and have their lives. But this is, as I said before, Harry wanted to be a private citizen for a very, very long time because he believes that the monarchy killed his mother.
1: The people that chased her through the, into the tunnel were the same people that were taking photographs of her while she was still dying on the back seat of the car. In the new documentary, Prince Harry not only blamed the paparazzi for the crash that killed his mom, but said they stood by and watched her die. She'd had a, quite a severe head injury, but she was very much still alive on the backseat. And those people that, that caused the accident... Instead of helping, we're taking photographs of of her dying on the back seat.
2: He wants to to distance himself. So he's going to do whatever he can to do that. Um, I mean, as a family, the Sussexes and little Archie are constitutionally irrelevant to the monarchy. Um, And the Queen released a a portrait the other day with herself, Charles, Prince William and Prince George, to show that this is a succession. So we don't need Harry. We don't need Archie. So Harry's saying, if you don't need us, why don't you just let us go in peace? Mm. But they're like... Oh, hell no. You married a black woman, you're going to get your 100 lashes mm-hmm. before you go anywhere. And, and that is the way it's going to be. So um, I think people need to be really clear. Meghan Markle has no power in the monarchy. She has yeah. no decision-making authority. Mm. She is unable to do anything. Her husband is the prince. He is the son of the Prince of Wales. Yeah. He makes a decision. People need to be really clear about how the monarchy works and how those titles work. Yeah. She is his wife, his duchess. Yeah, So she doesn't say what they do. He says what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's 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 unfortunate that all this misinformation is out there. But, I, I, you know, I can only hope that Meghan is able to escape with her life.
0: So what is a duchess? What's what's, what kind of title? What does that mean? So
2: I think if I'm correct, it's about fourth down from a king. So you have sort of earls and viscounts and things. I think it's about the fourth tier in terms of power. And it's (laughs) to do with. Um, the land you control, the people you control, and your role in the the realm as it once was.
0: So when Negroes call themselves div- divas over here in America, <laughs> that don't mean that. <laughs> I'm a diva. <laughs> 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 a, <in> your <laughs> a nice car. Yeah. Make it right. Yeah. Oh, man. So we need to, sisters need to change to call themselves, da- I'm a duchess. Yeah,
2: it's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. So this is some fascinating information. So what the bottom line that we're coming out of this show is learning that Prince Harry has used Meghan Markle as his exit strategy to get away from the royal family to live his private life because he feels like they killed his mother, which they did, because she was going to marry a person that was outside of mm-hmm. the royal blood of Muslim. Yeah. And that could never happen, right? So... The next question I have is. Do you foresee him leaving Megan? Does he really love her?
2: I think he does. I think that really, he struck gold with her. I mean, when you look at Megan, she's stunning to look at. She's, you know, really creative and passionate. And I think if they can make a safe transit and, and come to America and um, live their lives and surrounded by good people, they will be fine. He is a little bit unstable. I'm concerned about his loyalty to his family, because it's hard sometimes mm. to kind of just say, you're going to turn your, your back on everybody, you know, um, and the media are already starting, oh, he better not, you know, walk too far away he's going to need the family again one day so they're already trying to break them up they've sent some people ahead like if they're going to canada they've got um, a commentator in canada already trying to poison people's minds against megan they're going to try and do it here they haven't been able to do it here so much but they want to because they were the couple were looking at canada i hope that is a lie i hope that was a red herring that the couple made them think they were going to canada and they're going to come here instead to the united states instead but um I think if Harry is able to get away from the toxic environment, they will be fine.
0: Okay. One last question about the queen. Is she as she's a mysterious looking woman because it seems like she don't age. You know what I'm saying? This is what everybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of what kind of person is she? What Black Britain perspective of who queen the queen of England is. Who is she? What do, y'all, what do y'all say?
2: I mean, I, I don't really, I have to be honest, I don't know what Black Britain's take on the Queen is because I've been quite close to the, the yeah. royal family and all of that through my, my work. My take on it is that she is 100% committed to the crown. Okay. So I think when you're somebody who is prepared to let anything happen to a person in your life that you love for the sake of the monarchy, um i wouldn't call that person dangerous but you know certainly you want to keep one eye open when you're dealing with them at all time. you know you don't want to take your eyes off them um i think she's super smart she's a really really intelligent woman and i think she's heartless Mm. but i also think that um she's important to the uk she's important to britain and she's important to british culture and white britain i mean yeah she's an important figurehead for that and i think that um If she were when she goes, it's it will become apparent how much she's held everything together.
0: And she is as an important figure as Donald Trump is right now. You were mentioning that earlier about the importance of Donald Trump in America.
2: Um, I think Donald Trump is important for a different in a different way because he's an agent of change. The Queen is an agent of maintaining the status quo, right. which is very, very different. So for me, what I like about Donald Trump being in power is that he challenges people in so many ways to think about life in ways they hadn't thought about it before. So yeah. if you think about look at um, uh, Latino immigrants, what they're going through. Yeah. Um, Some of the stuff is Obama era uh, uh, politics going on, the separation, I don't think that was Donald Trump's idea, whatever, I'm not sort of pointing the finger at President Obama, but what I'm saying is that um, the people around Donald Trump and the people that he's brought into his cabinet doing things that um, people consider to be really terrible and racist and all of that, I think that is superficial, that's looking at the surface. It's about understanding the authenticity of relationships. I think there are lots of people who really didn't know the people that they were dealing with, neighbours, friends, colleagues, maybe even lovers, until Donald Trump came up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you find people you thought you know defending ideas that are abhorrent to you. Yeah. And I think that you've got Donald Trump to thank for that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You did
2: not We didn't know who the white supremacists were, really. You know, there were the groups that were there and the mm-hmm. obvious people, but you didn't know who the bad actors were.
0: Yeah, Donald Trump is the great separator here. Exactly. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're right about that because uh you know what he he is an anomaly i mean there'll probably never be another one like him and matter of fact the way he's going he may be our last president if we go to war with iran and you know he's doing everything he can to uh, stay in power by starting a war off of false information Mm -hmm. again so um man this is some good fascinating information about prince harry but i thank you so much for sharing that the queen and nobody ain't gonna get you but with this podcast on <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her <laughs> alright Kate thank you so
2: much thank you BJ <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to the 20 minute morning show a podcast production brought to you by inside urban media written and produced by bj murphy from our charlotte north carolina studios please subscribe to the show and you'll be alerted when our daily episodes are published weekday mornings at 6 a.m our daily contributors are sean sunday ak from the uin uncut news team and for more news about and for people of color go to our website uinews.net and we'll see you on the next episode of the 20-Minute Morning Show, wherever podcasts are played.
1: 20-Minute Morning Show is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.